genre. God, I'm so excited for this minute. You guys. We get we get actual we get an actual spell cast today. <laughs> oh god, the way he delivered oh we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. everybody to Harry Potter and the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. And I'm Drake Cope. And we have the very wonderful Cassandra Fredericton with us once more. Welcome back, Cassandra. Hello. 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 I'm excited. I'm, uh, yeah, this is a fun one. This is a really fun one. Today we're talking about minute 73, which starts with wands at the ready, and it ends with a, uh, with a suggestion from Snape. <laughs> we get, I love... Can I just, before we even, I love the pose that both of them take. Snape, you're right, Victoria, like the Neo thing. It's yeah. just the clothes and just everything. <laughs> like, he's got the one hand I above. I just want to do it. Yeah. I just want him to do it so bad. His other hand out. And he's a, <laughs> just, come on. There's just Stop trying to hit me and, and hit me. There's even something about it that I really like. And I'm like, please, I just want you to do this so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know. Because it's so, it's so, like cocky and self-assured yeah i'm like what yeah i don't know there's something about it i think that's too showy for snape i could imagine probably lockhart doing something like that yeah yeah Yeah. oh lockhart's lockhart's position no he's like swirling around no lockhart has a hand on his hip he has like his feet are close together but like one leg his his leg the the one that's forward is kind of bent he's kind of bent at the knees a I little believe bit. that's more of a fencing stance. Yeah. 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 He's yeah. literally taking a fencing stance. It's um it's really silly. I just it's I like I like it so much. It's interesting. Okay. So he counts he counts up here for like him 1 2 name. 3. Yeah. Instead of 3 2 1. Which I think I think it's reversed when we get the boys tomorrow. That's Weird. funny. Right? Am I weird? I, I didn't even notice that when I took my notes, but now that I'm listening, they're just like playing it back. So he says, he's, he counts one, two, three. And right right when he does it, Snape <laughs> takes a shot. He takes no, like, like no, wait. like not, he doesn't even wait. He, no, he doesn't. As soon as, as, yeah, as soon as it's time, he's like, gonna fire. And, but, but the thing that I love about Snape's, like, <sighs> There's, there's a lot happening. I love his delivery. It takes him so long to get through this spell. Yes. Expelliarmus. He really enunciates. Yes, he does. Every but, syllable. But it's funny, it's funny to me because because he speaks the he's, he finishes speaking the spell and then moves. So like, you know, when, when they're learning, like Wingardium Leviosa, it's a swish and flick. That one motion yeah. happens while you're in, while you're saying the incantation. Mm-hmm. But like he says it Snape and then he says moves. it. Yeah. And then, uh-huh. Like throws it. It's such an interesting movement too. He brings his hand down and kind of like the, jabs like, it swoop. forward. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a whole thing. It like spins at the end, brings his hand down and does this little loop and then points it. And, uh, the sound is so cool. Yeah. And uh, the effect is cool. They do this, um, 
kind of light that illuminates from his wand. It's almost like flaming as he does that little circle. Mm-hmm. And then it, it juts outward from there at Lockhart, who, like, didn't have any time to even <laughs> he do anything? think to react. Which is weird because it does take him forever to get through the spell. Like, it's not, like, instantaneous. It's just, like, it takes, like, a good like, like three seconds You hear him starting yeah. the spell. Yeah. Well, okay, so so when he gets back up, when he gets back up, doesn't he say, like, it was pretty obvious what you were about to do, mm-hmm. and if I wanted to, I could have stopped it, or something to that effect? Okay. But, like, I... So you wanted to fly it through the air? I and... don't know. I, my <laughs> guess is, I, I just don't think he has the reflexes to stop, even though, like, like, no, obviously he's just trying to make himself look good. No, I don't think, like, do... Dual... <laughs> I don't think dueling is his strong point, and I don't think he he thought that this was going to happen. I don't think anything. Like, he didn't is think his Snape was going to do it. Like, save for uh, memory true. charms, I don't think he's good at anything. No, <laughs> I don't either. You're, you're, you're right there. His face when the spell hits Look at that him, hair. his hair goes up, and then like he's definitely. I really like this like wire work, like pulling him backwards along the table. Mm-hmm. It's really great. He drops his wand. <laughs> he lands pretty hard. He lands really hard. Uh, I like this cut. We cut to, like, the row of Gryffindors. <laughs> Even Harry is delighted. Uh-huh. Harry and Ron have the biggest grins on their face. It's so great. And Hermione's like, is, do you think he's all right? And of course. Ron's like, who cares? Like, right? No, like, the joy on Harry and Ron's face at what Snape just did uh-huh. is, is just so great. Do you, I love it. I, th- I think this is the only time that they've ever been, like, happy about something Snape did. Hey, there's a first time for everything. You'd be like, yes. Like, just this point, guy, just right? point to Snape like, yes. Like, thank you. Thank you. We want, we wanted this guy to like <laughs> get his comeuppance yes. some way, somehow. Like, gosh. It's so funny. As much as they don't like Snape, they know that Snape's a better like magic user than this guy is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he gets up. He tries to like. Oh, plus we get Expelliarmus. We, we, we know now like, this yeah. is Harry's, this is Harry's mm-hmm. thing. So, this so is yeah, jam. Harry, uh, this is the only time that anyone other than Harry uses the spell, I think. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, when he's teaching, he teaches the, the kids in Dumbledore's army yeah. later. But yeah, I, that's true. I'm not... This is where he learns it. I'm, I don't know if I like the magic effect because it's, like, super showy. Like, I get that they wanted to show off, like, look, we're doing magic um, yeah. from, like, a movie perspective, but... Because it's, it's just, like, a disarming spell. Like, you're just supposed to, like, get their yes. wand and it's just supposed to fly to you. It's not supposed to blow him back at all. Yeah. Like, that's all extra. Well, okay, so we've been talking about a lot this season. There seems to be a kind of dichotomy between, like, what the kids are learning, like, simple spell casting. Like, Harry learns Expelliarmus as a, as a disarming spell. And when mm-hmm. we see him training the kids in Dumbledore's army how to do it, it's just knocking the wand out of someone's hand. Right. But I think that, like, it seems that not only do we have that, like, verbal component of the spell, but there's also, like, the intention of the wizard, right? Like, like when the kids are, like, practicing spells and they don't really know how to how to perfect them yet, like, that's the, the spell they cast doesn't always work the way that they... That the word, like, theoretically, if you say the words right, the incantation should be perfect every time, but that's not how it works, really. Mm-hmm. Maybe Snape, you know, even though Snape said Expelliarmus, like the disarming spell, like maybe he poured more into it than that. <laughs> Do you think that because he drew out 
the the his his enunciation of it that made it more um i don't know like potent stronger? yeah i don't know i don't know if yeah. it really has to do with like the way he said the word like cuz my guess my guess is like snape didn't have to speak this incantation out loud Right. And if he didn't, then we wouldn't be surprised at, like, the effect it has, because well, don't, we don't know that he's... I feel, isn't Expelliarmus the one, like, one of the ones that you have to say out loud? Or... I I think that, I think that any, I, I feel that, like, proficient wizards can cast spells non-verbally. Like, I think that that's something that we see kind of develop in the books a little bit. Mm. They don't really do it so much in the movies, but, um... Whenever, whenever we see, oh God, I don't know. Whenever we see spell casting in Fantastic Beasts, like they, they hardly ever say it. say the incantation. Yeah. And my assumption has always just been that because these are like proficient. adults, like okay. grown, proficient, that like, yeah, that, that, that verbal component is something that's more for the student learning than it is for, um, well, no, that can't be true. That can't be true because when Harry uses Sectocentra, he doesn't know what it's going to do at all. Right. That's true. It's a mystery to him. And yet it does the thing that it was designed to do. Yep. So that's all wrapped in the verbals. I don't know. Right. And it's Leviosa, Actually. not Leviosa. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of muddled. They they don't really. There seems to be multiple, like, like multiple components to casting a spell. Mm-hmm. And they all seem to be, I don't want to say elusive. They're more like guidelines than actual rules. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, it's, it definitely seems that, like... I mean, even when we see when we see Voldemort in, uh, in Dumbledore Duel in Goblet of Fire... Or not Goblet of Fire, in Order of the Phoenix, neither of them, in, like, say an incantation. That's true. I, feel, I mean, I feel like, they're say, like he's saying it in this instance because they're supposed to be teaching these kids. Yeah. Well, so... So, this is interesting to me. Like, Gilroy gets up... And, you know, he says, he says to Snape, like, oh, I, I was pretty obvious what you were about to do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and I Snape's response is, don't you think we should be teaching them how to, like, block spells yeah. first? Which is smart. Like, yes, he is right. And then instead of teaching them how to block spells, they pull two kids up and have <laughs> them know. do the disarming spell on each other. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a totally different spell. It's a different thing. <laughs> Instead of staying in that same like like thought pattern, like he went the other back the other way. I was like, well, we're already doing disarming spells. Like, yeah. we'll just but like you know continue. Shouldn't we be teaching them how to how to how to block spells? And then Gildroy's like, okay, like we're gonna pull some kids up on the stage, mm-hmm. and then they don't teach them how to block spells. No, exactly. <laughs> so I think that's interesting. That's also interesting because like, if he had cast like a shield charm. Yeah. Like, uh, I think in the book, I think it's like Protego or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that that would be an even more effective thing for Harry to know when fighting Death Eaters than, like, Expelliarmus. Because, like, they attack him, he can block those spells. Yeah. I don't think he ever learns how to do that. No. (laughs) I love, I love that Snape is the one that teaches Harry his, like, signature spell. Yeah, Me too. Without him, like, like, no one ever gives him credit. It's really if you're no, doing I that. know, I know. I'm but. like talking to like the biggest Snape stand, but like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, it's it. There's something like poetic about Snape, like an ex Death Eater, teaching Harry this like simple defensive spell that he uses to defeat Voldemort. Yeah, like yeah, it's so oh, good. It's great. No, I I love it. I love it a lot. And then like like I said, no one ever like like ever 
it never comes up that it's like, oh, like he's the one that taught him the spell. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, this is this is. How and it's he not. And it. it's not like he taught him. He it was witnessed. just like he witnessed it, and then it was just like, oh, like I want to, I want to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, type of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And there's something, absolutely. there's something like really powerful about because you like we were just talking about like, well, why didn't he teach them like the shield charm? But like, there's something, um, like humbling about being disarmed as well. So like, not only are you defending yourself, you're like making a statement, like. You, yeah. you have no power over me anymore because I literally have your wand. So, yes. yeah. whereas, like, with Protego, like, they they still have their wands and they can still do stuff. So once that, your shield yeah, fails... Yeah, you're not ending. Yeah. Yeah. The Expelliarmus is gonna... It, we're gonna end the duel right here. Yeah, and I love spell. that Snape is just like, all right, we're gonna duel, but I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna finish it before you can even start it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Shut absolutely. It down. I love that. In the book... Let's see. Yeah, in the book it just it just happens the same sort of way. Like he uses the disarming shell, the, the disarming spell on Lockhart, and then Lockhart Lockhart gets up and says, "Enough demonstrating. Uh, I'm gonna come amongst you now and put you all into pairs." <laughs> and then they just like get on with it. He tells them, "Wands at the ready. When I count to three, cast your charms to disarm your opponent, only to disarm them." So that's what we're gonna hear tomorrow. But yeah, it it it's this was Snape's decision to use this spell. And as an extension, this is what they're going to teach. Mm-hmm. Now, Snape's Snape's running this dueling club. <laughs> right, Lockhart thinks he's in charge, <laughs> but it's but it's really it's really not. It's really Snape. Snape's the reason that these kids learn this learn this jinx. Spell. But Charm. but it, it it stands to like point out like something that I have said before. It's like they have a lot to learn from Snape if they realize they're not learning from Snape. Yeah, we had this, yes, we had this discussion on the, on the listener's army. It's like, no one wants to learn from him because they just like, oh, like, I hate this guy and he's just such a jerk and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, yeah, What's he gonna teach me? but he's going to teach you like really awesome things. You should mm-hmm. listen and they're not going to, but here they are li- learning from him, but under the guise of like it being well, Gilderoy yeah, Lockhart. Yeah, that's the same thing. Like if he had come into like the Defense Against the Dark Arts class and had been trying to teach this spell. I don't know if, like, the kids would respond. It would be a different response, yeah. Uh Yeah. No, I totally believe that. It'd be like, oh, like, why? Like, uh, why this guy? Blah, blah, blah. But doing it like this Uh is like, oh, this is smart. Like, Snape is smart for agreeing to do this. Like, he's like, oh, yes, I'm going to use this. I'll show them how to actually duel. I'm like, oh, you're in charge? Mm, I kind of need to be there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. I'm into that. I'm into that. Mm Mm-hmm. Lockhart's like, okay, like, let's have a couple volunteers. Potter, Weasley, get up here. And Snape Snape says that that Weasley's wand (laughs) creates devastation wherever he goes. (laughs) He's not wrong. It it, it causes devastation with even the simplest of spells. Again, he's not wrong. We'll be sending Harry to the hospital wing in a a matchbox. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. And again, maybe. Wait, 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 though. Wait. He suggests that they're going to be sending Harry to the hospital wing in a yeah, matchbox. In a matchbox. So if if Harry gets disintegrated... <laughs> you can be brought back. Can Pomfrey <laughs> fix him? Is there some kind of like... She's going to take a dropper and drop some <laughs> magical liquid on this pile of, of ash. Harry regrows like Ray's biscuit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Harry. All right. Oh my God! It's like it's like Marvin the Martian's aliens. Yes. Yes. Just add water. <laughs> They're freeze dried. You just add water, and there you go. Oh. Yeah. He's not Minions. even Harry at that point. He's like a sea monkey. 
Yes. He's just a little shrimp. Or he's like cloned. Oh, like what if what if like Ron and Harry had dueled and then Ron like accidentally like disintegrate first of all, like disintegrating your best friend on accident would be like horribly That's... traumatic. Uh he'd be so <laughs> so traumatized. He would, never, he would never trust himself to cast a spell in anyone. Oh, poor again. Ron. I feel like he'd yeah, yeah, I feel like he'd be terrified of like doing anything. And then he'd like, leave school. Even if, if even if Pomfrey was able to bring him back, like he would be like Is a, it still him? He'd be like a clone. Yeah. Uh, what did, um... But do you still have the memories? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Then we're in sci-fi territory. Shows a... a Well, if that's the case, if we're gonna, if we're gonna get, like, into the real nitty-gritty sci-fi like that, like, (laughs) isn't that the idea of, like, teleportation, too? Yes. your your molecules are being torn apart and then re-put back together, so, like, every time they apparate, is it a different... Are you a different you? Mm. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. Well, we won't get to apparating for a while. I don't. Right. I don't think so because, like, you can get um, what is it like? You can get splinched. Splinched. Yeah. 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 yeah so it's got to be. There's. It is. You're. It's still the same molecules. That's weird. That's weird. It's. It's more weird in Willy Wonka, where like they they take the molecules yeah. and they make you, you smaller. See them travel through the air. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys seen the Prestige with um? Yes. Nail- yeah. Oh, I never saw. And- oh, okay. So I'm not prestige. gonna spoil that for you, but you should watch that movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know my was... my husband's been telling me that for like years. That movie's now. really really good. If you and don't, they like, deal with that. If you don't know the twist, I haven't revisited it since the first time I saw it. But like, if you don't know the twist, when the twist happens, it is ridiculous. It's um, so good. Oh, it's so good. We're gonna watch that movie together. I'm and David Bowie's in that movie, really so good. it's fine. Yeah, David Bowie's <gasps> Nikola Tesla. That's all. You, what? Yeah, that's all you have to tell me. Like, why didn't anyone <laughs> tell me this before? I would have watched it right away. It's this. really good. Oh my god, that's all you have to mention is David Bowie. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. David Bowie. I'm all, I'm all <laughs> David for it. Bowie's Tesla. And Andy's, that's a weird casting choice, but I it's don't so care. good. And, oh, and okay. Andy Circus is his like assistant. Oh my god, you're right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he uh he pulls that light bulb out of the ground and yeah. uh, Hugh Jackman. Sans pigeon. Yes, sans pigeon. No pigeon. No pigeon. Okay. There are cats though. Cats? Lots oh. of cats. No bad things happen to cats, right? Like nothing bad happens. Okay. To I hate when I watch a movie and like someone has to kill the pet and I'm just yeah, like, Yeah, no, I'm not about no. that life. What? The cats are that. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> so they're gonna they're gonna so, disintegrating harry yeah clone harry into a matchbox here here's a roundabout way uh, without it being obvious of snape showing somewhat concern for harry yeah i guess so well he mentioned you know that he didn't want him to be disintegrated basically that is true even though up until this point like the ron's wand has only been backfiring no that's not true he was able to turn the Peter Pettigrew into half a cup. That's true. Did, oh, half a cup. <laughs> a fuzzy cup. A f- that must be horrifying. Again, just <laughs> again, a Peter person as, as a rat as a, cup. as a cup. Yeah, is so terrifying. That's so, so if anything, funny. that's kind of uh, impressive that he was able to at least get half of a cup. Yeah. Considering there's a person, it's a person. It's a person and not a not a. Not Can a you rat. imagine yeah. being in the middle of that transfiguration class and then like ha- like having a man, like a full grown man, just show up? When you're trying we, to transfigure, we, your we did talk this. about that. Okay, <laughs> we talked about like what if, what if, what if he had gone to like would it be like a naked Peter Pettigrew? Instead, like Peter grows out of it. Yeah, like, he undoes the. Oh my would god! Would it be like like do they have? I mean, 
when you're in Animagus and you're wearing clothes, I have a, we'll talk about this. Do your next clothes year. go away? We'll talk about this next year because I have a huge problem with this. That's weird. When right? he gets transfigured from Scabbers into Peter, he's wearing clothes. Yeah. But when he turns back into Scabbers, his clothes stay behind. Oh yeah. Right. It's so weird. So the no. next time he turns, is he going to be naked? He should be naked. <laughs> then how come, like, what about I don't what about McGonagall? Naked. Right, McGonagall, McGonagall turns into a cat. Yeah, but then when she jumps off her desk, she's fully clothed when she transforms. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like they even talk about her spots take the shape of her of glasses. Her uh huh. Or like the markings on the face or whatever. So I don't know. I think that's just a weird, really weird movie junk. It is weird. I don't think his clothes should fall behind. I think his clothes transform with him. Right. Which yeah. is also weird. It's like you have to pick one or the other. Either, either the clothes go because to or you're, you're naked. You're transfiguring the body. Oh, this is so off the topic. body. And <laughs> not you're transfiguring the your body and not your clothing. Yeah. yeah. Right. So you should be naked. I animals like- are animals are naked. Animals it's don't so wear clothes. Weird, though. I mean, if you have a chihuahua baby, but either way, <laughs> like it makes it doesn't make sense. What if what if you put like a sweater on on on, on the serious black? Like, oh, As a dog, I thought you, you were going to say McGonagall, and I was just like, uh, yes, please. That I would want be great. McGonagall as Plus, a cat in like a cashmere sweater. McGonagall as a cat sweater. in a sweater. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Hey, but then, like, dresses. It when she dress. turns back into McGonagall, what happens to that sweater? Does it stretch and, like, tear off? Does All of a sudden, it, like, she's wearing does it grow with her? I feel it like it would rip, be like, like you know, because when I, the Hulk transforms, he has pants. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I feel like it's Magic Hulk pants. Like, I feel. Like, dress up McGonagall like as a cat in a fuzzy sweater, and then she'll have, like, a fuzzy sweater on. <laughs> I think it's so cute. <laughs> she would immediately think, like, oh, like, why? No. <laughs> Who did this? Because I'm sorry, pet clothes are not fashionable. No, not really. Most of the time. Hey, I had, um, Bradley had a little bow tie for a long time. I wouldn't really call it clothes. It's an accessory. I think, okay. Okay. <laughs> My little black cat with his little bow tie. Oh, he like hated it. I don't it's know not, what happened. It's not clothes. If a man was naked and wore a bow tie, <laughs> he isn't clothed. He's just wearing an accessory. Like, no, then it's not at, clothes. Then you're at a Chippendales show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, they're not fully naked at those things, are they? I thought they wore, like, a little thing. I don't know. They wear, uh, like, booty shorts. Oh, God. Is there a magic equivalent to strip clothes? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. That's weird. I'm sure. That's weird. Do you oh magically take God. the clothes off? I bet you, I bet you at that, um, I bet you at that little seedy club in Fantastic Beasts where, right? Uh, where that, where that, uh, uh, where that, was it, oh, what was it, in House Elf that was singing? Yeah, or, yeah. Or a troll or something? I think it's a House Elf that's singing and, and he, God, that's, uh, Ron Perlman's character. I bet yes. you that place, I bet you that place does, like, strip shows. That's it's weird. probably more like burlesque. I bet yeah, you. I, okay. bet you, you burlesque. I bet you in the Wizarding World they're a little bit classier, and it's like burlesque. Like I can accept that. That sounds crazy, man. We're way. That does sound topic. crazy. I feel like the, the magic would be involved <laughs> yeah, in some way, but I think we're done this minute, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about all the weird magical things. I know we're getting way off, way out there. Oh, one thing this is I what wanted, we do now. One thing I wanted to talk about, like the very, very, very beginning of the minute when Lockhart turns, there's that little musical twinkle. I. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. It's so I his music in general is just very delightful. This is still John I like Williams, Gilderoy right? Lockhart's music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old John Williams. He only did the first two, right? Three, three. Oh, okay, he does the first three, but it's weird because the the third movie, because like visually it's so different. Yeah, mm-hmm. like even the music is really different. Does it sound like John Williams? It it yeah. A lot of people 
mistakenly think that he only did the first two, but I think he does all three. Oh, okay. And then and then it's someone else after uh, Goblet of Fire, but that sound, yeah. No, it's it's so great. I love I love this the dun 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. There's something I don't know. It's not like whimsical, Jaunty. but yeah, right. Like you almost feel like you should be like having a swagger if you were to walk to it, type of thing. Yeah. Like I don't know, like a like a uh, like a what's a spring in your step? Sure. Type of thing. I like it. I do like his music. It's probably like the best one music cue that's in. This, this is movie. my favorite. Yeah, this is my favorite theme from this movie. Is is Lockhart's theme? Mm. Does at the, at the end of this movie. Uh, at the end of this, at the end of this minute, does he already uh tell him that they're gonna not have Weasley go up against him? Yeah, like yeah. does he? But does he already suggest to? No, not yet. Okay, that's the very very beginning tomorrow. But this is where it's like here at the end. Oh, hey, Lee Jordan's standing behind Ron. I didn't notice. I like Lee Jordan. Me too. I think he says like perhaps someone from my own house, and then like we get cut before he says who. Right. Mm. Okay. He does have a point though. May I suggest someone from my own house? Is what he says, mm. and then he doesn't wait for permission. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's got a point about Ron. Yeah, he does. Anybody who duels against Ron is like mm, doomed. Doomed. Either either is gonna like happen something to him, or it's gonna have something in backfire the, to Ron. Actually. In the book, in the book, I think that like people all get paired up together, and I think Ron and Justin end up together. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a Hufflepuff at a Gryffindor. We'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about who uh, who Snape picks. Yes. Uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel? good yeah yeah <laughs> awesome uh thank you again everyone of course for joining us for another minute you can find us and cassandra over at duelinggenre.com you should definitely check out lord of the rings minute because it's like one of the few that i'm still listening to on a regular Aww, basis yay, thank you there's so many now and it's really hard for me to keep up but like i mean lord of the rings was i, I talked about this on your show last year but like one of the of the the two they, it was the other big fantasy thing that i was into as a kid it was harry potter and lord of the rings just mm-hmm. like obsessively rewatching and rereading so like it's 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 a lot of fun listening to you guys over there and uh yeah everyone else come back tomorrow for minute 74 of harry potter and the chamber of secrets mischief, mischief managed, managed.